Welcome to the Healing Your Soul podcast with Katie Souza. This program is designed for those eager for the supernatural to flow in their lives, as well as to have a healthy soul. Would you join Katie as she shares from scripture and experience the critical importance of a well soul? We've got a great new episode planned for you, so let's dive into today's show. Today, I'm going to talk about a specific sin that wounds your soul, and then the sicknesses that can come from those wounds. And it is the sin of offense, of being offended. We have become an offended generation. The world around us is offended. Man, when you go outside into the world, you see how much the world is completely offended at everything. I mean, you might be in the grocery store and actually accidentally like step in front of somebody and they just flip out on you. The world is completely offended. But you know what? You really can't be mad about that because they don't have Jesus. They don't have the Holy Spirit to convict them and to control them. Amen? But the thing that's unacceptable is that the church has also become extremely offended. The body of Christ has just become so offended. I mean, we have become offended about everything. We're offended if they don't make our coffee right at the coffee shop. We're offended at the waitress if she doesn't bring our, our food fast enough. We're, we're offended at our boss because he might tell us to do something we don't want to do. We're offended at our pastor because we need him to pray for us, but he was just too busy last Sunday, and, and well, that's it. I can't deal with pastor anymore. He never gives me the attention I need. We're offended at the people in the church sitting right next to us, but we're pretending to be their friend, but we're offended at them. We're offended at our spouses for how they treat us, our kids, for how they talk smack to us and disrespect us. We're offended at our mom and dad for sticking their nose into our lives all the time. We're offended at everything. We're offended when we're driving down the street. And people, like, cut us off. We'll be sitting there worshiping to our favorite CD, and somebody will cut you off, and all of a sudden you go from praise the Lord to learn how to drive. <laughs> what? You know, you all, then you go right back to, oh, and praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. You might even go so far, though, as to, like, wave at them with, like, the wrong finger or something. You get so offended. Right? How many of you completely lose it in the car when you're on the freeway? We're offended at everything. You know, we have to watch ourselves. You have to understand offense is a sin. And it is a sin that not only will wound your soul, but it can make you physically sick. Right now, there are thousands, hundreds of thousands, even millions of people across the world right now that have a physical sickness that has come upon them because they let themselves get offended and stay offended. And you're going to see all the wide variety of diseases that can come upon people when they get involved in that sin. And they let themselves be chronically offended. I mean, I've got to watch myself from being offended. I mean, you know, Amy Dawson and I tour all the time. And everywhere you go, you have an opportunity to be offended, don't you? Every single day. Every single day. We, you know, we spend a lot of time in airports, and we actually tried to count how many times we had to, like, possess our soul in the airport. <laughs> you know, just TSA alone will make you lose your Christianity. 
And I go through, and when I go through the metal detector, I'm so grateful because I, I hate the other thing, the x-ray thing. But the metal detector can make me really bother too because I seem to set it off every time no matter what I do to prepare myself to go through. I set it off, and then when I come to the other side, they're like, excuse me, ma'am, can you step over here because we need to pat you down. Well, I did five years in federal prison. The words pat you down, I never want to hear again. <laughs> All right? And then I get over there and they say, okay, put your hands up in the air and put your feet apart. Well, thems to me is fighting words. They don't understand. And I've got to possess me my soul when those moments come. And whenever we go through, you know, we've got the camera equipment and everything else. And Amy has to go through the, what is this? What is that? Is this an explosive device? You know, let me test it for drugs. You know, and we're always held up at TSA. Praise God, they're doing their job. But, but we have to possess our soul and not become offended. I remember it wasn't too long ago when we were, we were going through the line. And we got super far behind. And now we're late for the gate. And we need to run to the gate, and we jumped on the people mover. You know what the people mover is, right? It's the moving sidewalk. Well, you know that there's actual people mover etiquette. Did you know that? <laughs> the etiquette is that if you are not in a hurry, you stay to the right with your bag so that people like me, who are in a big hurry, can race by you on the left-hand side, right? So we are very late because we went through the rigmarole at um, TSA, and then we jump on the people mover, and we're going for it. <laughs> you can get really fast on the people mover, you know, like 25 miles an hour, <laughs> jamming down the people mover. So we're going, we're going for it. We're headed towards the gate, and I'm coming up on this lady, and she's standing to the right, and she just kind of like, she's on the phone, totally obliv, totally obliv, steps right out in front of me, right as I'm like racing up behind her. I literally had to like screech to a halt. <laughs> on the brakes and I'm sitting behind her and you know how you get man you're in a hurry you're upset that you're late and now this person has cut you off and I mean you're in back of them going like this and you're thinking I know you can hear me breathing you can feel it on your neck turn around and look at me and move and she's like, da, 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 we'll have lunch, you know, totally oblivious. And I'm sitting there thinking, I want to scream at her something like, lady, move it, this isn't a ride at Disneyland. <laughs> and she's still staying there, and Amy's behind me doing this. Possess your soul. <laughs> and I'm like, you know how when somebody tells you to possess your soul right in the middle of you not wanting to possess your soul? You're like, <laughs> like that. I mean, it's like one thing after another, you know. Going to the bathroom at the airport, this happens so many times. You're in a hurry, you go, you finally the stall opens, there's a huge line, you get there, you run in the stall, and you got to, you know, really bad, and you look down and there's pee on the seat. And you like wanna scream over the stall, what? You can't even wipe the seat. You know, but you're like trying to possess your soul, so you like wrap this huge ball of toilet paper around you, your hands, so there's a lot of padding between you and it. Then you swab the seat, and it's still damp even after that, and you dispose of it. If you put a paper thing, you put it down and it sticks to the seat, you can see the moisture coming through. You're getting more and more mad at every the part of this thing goes on. You finally end up just hovering. <laughs> because you can't dare to sit down. Come on, you've all hovered. You know you have. <laughs> it's true, isn't it? 
I mean, if somebody even likes, like standing to go on the airplane, you're waiting. And if somebody just moves a little bit into your space in front of you, you're like, you're trying to cut me off. That's what you're thinking. That's all your mind. Cut me off. So you go. Right? Come on. I'm the only one, right? Y'all can go home now. You're healed. Isn't it true? You got offended when you came in here and you set your Bible down on the pew. You went to the bathroom and you came back and it moved a couple inches because the person came and they scooted it over. They touched your Bible and took two more inches of your space. Isn't it true? We're offended at everything. We're bothered, bothered, bothered. But we have to be careful, church. Amen. We have to be careful because offense is a sin, and that sin can wound your soul and then make you physically sick. It's so interesting. I just got a report from somebody I met here at the sanctuary a couple weeks ago, and they said, um, her, she said that her ex-husband, who was very offended, I guess, at her as she was of him, he had uh, gotten, developed bone cancer, she sent him this message on being offended, and he listened to it and got healed of bone cancer. You're going to be surprised at how much sickness is upon us because we've let ourselves get offended. Let's look at some scriptures first that prove that sin wounds the soul, then causes physical sickness. Micah 6.13 says this, therefore I have also smitten you with a deadly wound and made you sick because of your sin. You hear that? In this scripture, God is saying that his people Israel had sinned, that sin had wounded them, and then made them physically sick. Amen? Psalm 41 says this, in verse 3 it says that God restores them from their bed of illness. Next verse, Lord, be merciful to me. Heal my soul, for I've sinned against thee. See that? So here's this promise of God restoring us from our bed of physical sickness. Then in the very next verse, it tells us how he does it. He heals our soul when we sin against him. Did you get that one? See that? That's how God heals us of our sickness many times. He heals our soul when we sin against him because that sin wounded our soul and made us sick. Amen? Psalm 103 puts it all together. The soul, sin, and sickness. It says, bless the Lord all my soul and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord all my soul and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all thine iniquities and heals all thine diseases. See, the psalmist here is connecting it all together. He starts with twice saying that the Lord is going to bless his soul. Then in the next verses he tells us how. By, he, by washing us clean of all our iniquities and healing us of all the diseases. That's how he blesses our soul. He heals us of the sins that wound us and the disease that came from that wound. Amen? Do you understand? 
There's no coincidence. So the psalmist isn't just going, yeah, bless the Lord, oh my soul, who heals, uh, you know, who forgives all my iniquities and heals all my diseases. He's understanding that the soul gets blessed when it's healed of the sin that wounded it and made the physical body sick. Sin causes wounds in our soul that then can cause us to be sick. We talked about this briefly before, but I'm just going to mention again, the man at the pool of Bethesda. Remember him in John 5? There's a pool. A lot of, I said a multitude of lame and sick people were gathered around it. They were waiting for the angel of the Lord to stir the water because whoever got in first when the water was stirred would get healed of whatever disease they have. And it said that there was a man there who, quote, had an infirmity for 38 years. Okay, so this guy's been sick for 38 years. Why? Well, it was because he had a wound in his soul. Remember what the word infirmity there means. It means weakness and infirmity of the body and of the soul. That's from the Strong's. Weakness and infirmity of the body and of the soul, meaning that guy was sick for 38 years in his physical body because he had a wound in his soul. And the Bible even tells us where that wound came from. Jesus ran into him later on after he was healed. He ran into him at the temple, and what did he say to him? I see you're well now. Stop sinning, or something worse may happen to you. Jesus right there has given us insight to why this guy was infirmed, why he had a wound in his soul. He had sinned. That sin had formed the wound, caused him to be infirmed, and then his physical body became infirmed also. Sickness, sin, and the soul, they're all tied together. Amen? Now, that guy had a wound in his soul at the pool that came from sin. Does the Bible tell us specifically what sin he had that made his soul wounded? No, not really. But if you listen to his response to Jesus, when Jesus asked him, do you really want to get well? We can kind of discern what that sin might have been. And I think part of it was that he was offended. Let's listen to what he says. Jesus said to him, do you want to be made well? In verse 7 it says, the sick man answered him, sir, I've got nobody to put me in the pool when the water stirred. But while I'm coming down, somebody steps before me. Now, I'm not trying to make anything happen here. But do you think there could be a possibility that this man was offended? When he says, I've got no one to put me in the pool, do you think he might be thinking about, where's my family? Where's my family or my friends? i got no, nobody to put me in the pool. Nobody cares enough about me to be here, to wait with me here night and day as I suffer, to put me in the pool when the angel stirs the water. I've got nobody. And then I not only think that he might have been offended at his friends or lack thereof or his family, but also with the other sick, crippled peeps at the pool. Why do I say that? Because then he says, while I'm coming down, another one steps in before me. Meaning what? You know, I've been here 38 years. And these other sick people haven't even been healed, haven't even been sick half the time I've been sick. But yet, when the water stirred, oh, they cut right in line. They jump in right before me. They don't care. They don't care about me. But when the water stirred, another one just comes down and steps in before me. Is there a possibility that this man was offended? That that could have been his sin? I think there is. And how horrible that if 
offense was part of the reason that that man was sick and it wounded his soul that he was sick for 38 years. 38 years. I think that's one of the reasons why Jesus, when Jesus healed him, what did he say? I see you're well now. Stop sinning or something worse may happen to you. I think Jesus might have been implying, stop being offended. Don't get offended again because then you'll get sick again. Amen? Do you receive it? Praise the Lord. Offense. Gosh. It's so hard to fight being offended sometimes, isn't it? Because people just do stuff that's just wrong. You know? You are wrong for that. You are bad. You are wrong. You know what I mean? People do that, eh? Just like the guy, the guy at the pool. If you think about it, you know, if you were his buddy, you'd say, yeah, that's so wrong of them. I can't believe your family's not even here to helping you at all. That's wrong. Or if you were friends with him and other people were cutting in line when the water got stirred, you'd be like, hey, hey, my buddy's first. You are wrong for that. Cutting in line, wrong. Isn't it true, though? It's hard not to be offended sometimes, isn't it? But offense is a sin that can wound your soul. And then cause you to be sick. Let's look at, at some more biblical proof in James 5, okay? I'm going to start at verse 14. Is anyone among you sick? He should call the church elders, the spiritual guides, and they should pray over him, anointing him with oil in the Lord's name. And the prayer of faith will save him who is sick, and the Lord will restore him. And if he has committed sin, he'll be forgiven. Okay, so this verse starts out with giving us some instruction about what somebody should do if they're sick. You know, they go to the spiritually mature, the elders of the church, they get anointed with oil, and the prayer of faith will, will make them well. And then I love how it adds on to that they will not all, only be healed of their sickness, but they'll be forgiven of their sins. It says if they have committed sins, they will be forgiven. Well, that kind of connects it, doesn't it? That scripture kind of indicates right there that some of the sickness that gets healed when people pray for people, is sickness that came from sin. And when he, Jesus heals you, of course, he does the whole thing. He heals your body, and he also forgives the sin that you committed that perhaps could have been the reason for the sickness too. Amen? And then in the next verse, it kind of gives a breakdown on some, of the, on some of the sins that could possibly have been the cause of the sickness. Let's just listen to it. It says this. Then now confess to one another, therefore, your faults, your slips, your false steps, your offenses, and your sins. And pray for one another that you would be healed. So in this verse, it kind of breaks down some of the different types of sins that could have caused the sickness. And it lists offenses as one of them. In the Bible, offenses refers to sin. But the word offense also means to be offended. That's saying here that when you confess your offenses to one another, you will be healed. Healed of what? Well, I looked it up. Does it mean just spiritually healed? Does it mean, you know, healed in your mind? Does it mean, what does it mean? I looked up the word healed there, and it means to be healed of diseases. Meaning, when you get healed of the sins of offense, you will be healed of the diseases that came upon you when you took part in that sin. Amen? I love this scripture. I love this scripture because it shows us that offense is, part, is a sin that can cause you to be sick and then cause you to need to be healed of that sickness. 
says when you confess your offenses to one another, you'll be healed. And it's a, that word healed means healed of diseases. Remember, I've looked up this word. Diseases encompasses a lot of stuff. It means toxins, parasites, bacteria, viruses, ailments, illnesses, all that stuff. That's a wide variety of illnesses. You're not going to believe the stuff that can come upon you when you are offended. I see a lot of people with bacterial diseases, and they've been offended because of it. I see a lot of people with viruses, and it's because they were offended. I've seen a lot of people with flus and all kinds of disorders, and it's because they've allowed themselves to be offended. We got to stop being offended because it's making us sick. Offense is a sin that will wound your soul and do just that, bring, bring disease upon you. Okay, so James 5 says, confess your offenses to one another and you will be healed. I'm sure that during this program, Holy Spirit brought to your mind someone you're still offended at. Let's take care of that right now. Let's start by repenting for our sins of offense. Put your hand over your heart and pray with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I repent for being offended. Wash me clean of the sins of offense. I ask for forgiveness for every offended thought, every offended word, and every offended emotion that I have against others. Take your blood, Jesus, and remove those sins. Now, I ask that you fill my soul with dunamis power. The word dunamis means excellence of soul, and it comes through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So I decree my soul is becoming excellent. It is getting healed of every wound that came from my sins of offense. Resurrection, dunamis power, lives in my spirit, and now I release it into my soul so that I can be totally healed. In Jesus' name, amen. I encourage you to continue meditating on this prayer during this upcoming week. The Holy Spirit might continue to bring to your mind different people or circumstances involving offense. When the Holy Spirit shows you something specific, do what we just did. Put the blood and the dunamis power on it until you feel the shift in your soul. You'll feel more peace. You'll feel lighter. And you'll notice the feeling of offense is gone. That will be your indicator that you are really healed. If you don't have that going on yet, Keep going with the prayers. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast. You can stay up to date with what we're doing at katiesouza.com or on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. Thanks for spending your time with us. God bless.